Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. From Cedarburg Public Library Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Chapter a Day Kids Edition. My name is Casey, and I'm the teen librarian at the Cedarburg Public Library. We have teamed up with CPL Radio to read to you a new middle school book, one chapter at a time. Tune in each day to listen to a chapter, or you can catch up by listening to past recordings. This month's selection is called Betty Before X by Ilyasa Shabazz. It's about a young girl named Betty who was raised by her aunt in Georgia until she is six. Then she joins her mother and stepfamily in 1940s Detroit, where she learns the hard truths about the civil rights movement. Later on in life, she marries Malcolm X, the influential African-American Muslim minister and civil rights activist. I love this story because it is all about keeping your faith during tough times and leaning on your friends and community for love and support. After each chapter, CPL Radio will play a few Motown and doo-wop songs, the music that Betty and her friends Suzetta and Phyllis listen to in the book. To listen to the latest chapter, visit our website or go to the CPL podcast page on Spotify. Detroit, Michigan, 1946. When I sing, trouble can sit right on my shoulder and I don't even notice. Sarah Vaughn. 10. I've been staying with Mrs. Malloy for almost a month now. One night turned into another night and then a week went by and another and another. Mrs. Malloy went over to Ollie Mays to pick up more clothes for me. She's even brought back a few things from my bedroom to help make the guest room feel more familiar. I am not used to having this much space in a bed. Having my own room means I get to spread out and the cover is all mine. 
I get to decorate and put things where I like them. I have privacy to try on a new dress and twirl in the mirror to see see if I like it. I can even do my homework without distractions, play records, dance, and sing along to my favorite songs. But it also means I don't have any sisters around me at night to talk to and laugh with. They are not there when a noise frightens me. I don't have someone's hand to hold as I tiptoe to the window, only to realize the scary noise is just a branch scraping the glass, just the wind. It is Saturday morning, and I wake to the sound of Ollie May's voice. For a moment, I am confused about where I am. I have not heard her voice in the morning for 26 days. We see each other at church, but all she does is look at me with those eyes that tell me she doesn't love me like I want her to. I wonder why she is here. Maybe she misses me after all. Maybe she is sorry and wants me to come back home. I sit up in my bed when I hear Mrs. Malloy saying, Let me take her off of your hands, Ollie Mae. I don't mind at all. She can live here with us. I tiptoe to the door. Don't open it. Just press my ear against the frame. Ollie Mae asks, And what are you going to do when you get tired of her? I won't get tired of her, dear. Are you sure? If she doesn't come home with me now, she never will. Yes, Mrs. Malloy says, I want her. Ollie May's voice has no emotion. Well, you can just have her. She's yours. Just like that. I'll have the rest of her belongings packed by noon, Ollie May says. I'll have my husband pick them up, Mrs. Malloy says. The front door creaks, creaks open and then closes. I step out of the bedroom and join Mrs. Malloy, who is in the kitchen, filling a tea kettle with water. I don't know what to say. I want to cry. I want to say thank you. I want to run out the door, yell at Ollie May, ask her, what have I done for you to just give me away twice? Why don't you love me? But instead, I sit at the kitchen table and breathe. I control every breath of air I take, in and out, in and out. As I exhale, Mrs. Malloy sets the kettle on the stove. She takes two teacups from the cabinet and puts one cube of sugar in each. I wish I could hate her, I whisper. If I hated Ollie Mae, maybe I wouldn't care so much that she can't love me like I want her to. Maybe I should be happy that someone else can. Instead, I am sitting here feeling like my heart has a million welts on it, stinging and burning. The kettle whistles and Mrs. Malloy pours our tea. I really wish I could hate her, I say again. Mrs. Malloy sits across from me, says, Betty, there are a lot of reasons for you to be upset and confused, but sweetheart, the easy thing to do is to hold on to disappointment and pain. The hard thing to do is to let it go and forgive. The Lord has a plan for you that's bigger than you can ever imagine. Right now, you just have to have faith in the Lord and find the good and praise it. Count your blessings, young lady. Name them one by one, even the small things. Doing that will comfort your heart. It will comfort your soul. I listen to Mrs. Malloy's words as I breathe in and out, in and out. I nod to let her know I understand what she is saying. I know I have a lot to be grateful for. I do. But right now, I can't think about anything except my mother, who left me. She didn't even ask to see me. I bite the inside of my lip, try to keep these tears from falling because I don't like to cry in front of people. 
I don't want Mrs. Malloy to think I don't appreciate all she is doing for me. I don't want her to give me away, too. I can't sit here and count blessings, can't stop the sadness from rising in my chest. Mrs. Malloy drinks more of her tea, but my cup is still full. I clear my throat, say, Can the counting of my blessings start tomorrow? Yes, Betty, it can. She reaches across the table and takes my hand. Chapter a Day Kids Edition can be heard Monday through Friday at this time on CPL Radio.